Hi there, this is Alvin, and welcome to the Kickstart Commerce Podcast, where we share search marketing and domain name investing strategies to help grow your business. In today's episode, I'll discuss why social media can't replace domains. Over the last decade or so, there's been much back and forth banner amongst opposing parties about whether or not personal and company brands should build and develop their digital presence via a website or exclusively using social media. Today's podcast aims to delineate the criticality of why social media can't replace domains by highlighting seven benefits that domains offer over social media. So without further ado, let's dive into the benefits and their details. First up, number one, which I think is a a very uh, critical thing to consider is controlled ownership. So if you look at the likes of a Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or any other social network, the reality is this, in, in comparison to a domain name, which you can actually go out, develop, put your own content, your own site, your own design, look and feel on it, you don't necessarily own the platform, the data, the content, or the brand, if you will, on that social media network. If you don't believe me, go about uh, reading the terms and conditions of each social media network every time they update it. Go read the fine print and you'll find come to find out or come to discover that once you put your content on there, so if you're writing content, writing blog posts or writing articles and you're posting those solely to social media, they own that content. They own the pictures, they own the videos, they own everything. And so to that, you lose your ownership and you just basically offer them free content that ultimately drives their advertising uh, dollars and their ROI at your expense. And so, you know, me personally, for instance, I that's why I use kickstartcommerce.com in terms of having my own WordPress website there. I can post all of my articles there. And if someone wants to syndicate that article, great. But guess what? I own my content. I placed it there on my domain first. And yeah, if it winds up on someone else's domain or on social media, I own the content originally. And therefore, I also go to social media. And it's not to say that I don't use social media, but I want controlled ownership first of what it is that I produce in terms of publish producing and publishing my content that being said yes i do use social media but no i don't post you know an article in its entirety on social media i will use social media much uh more like a cliffhanger if you will so you know i in in a lot of people will see it in names pros you'll see it in linkedin you'll see it on twitter uh and even facebook is that i post the title i may post a a summary or synopsis of of what the given uh, article's content will be about and basically link over to my website. And so, um, you know, you start thinking about some of the older networks like MySpace. Think about all the people that posted all this content on there. And then here we are, you know, decades later and you look and go, okay, well, what happened, you know, to all the, all these people's content? Well, once it went down, it went down. That's not to say that people don't have the content, but you know, what if you didn't save it or what if you lost, you know, content that you just strictly posted on social media? Uh, what if you lose access to the account? So controlled ownership is one reason that I, I vote going with the domain versus the social media network. 
Number two is control privacy and security. And so when you start thinking about running a small business using uh, social media just exclusively, uh, that's a big no-no in, in my humble opinion, based on the fact of just marketing intelligence, business strategy, and customer data. Those are three things that uh, every business should want to to own and keep secure and keep private. And so when you're out there running your business solely on Facebook, let's say, you're providing them with marketing intelligence for um, a business that, that, or businesses that are in your line of business. So, you know, don't be don't be dumb or, or or naive to the fact rather of just saying that oh well you know facebook they're gonna keep everything private and secure i mean i think that cambridge um breach or a breach of data i think that whole case kind of blew everything wide open with everybody kind of looking around going oh wow they are using the data. And so that being said, from a privacy and security standpoint, you know, don't be naive to to think that, hey, just because I'm using Facebook, that they're not looking at your competition and, and summing things up as well as selling your data. Um, so they're selling not only your data, but they're selling competition data. And with that, they're gaining insight to how you're growing your business or how the competition is growing your business or you know, at worst, they're realizing and going, oh, hey, we see how company A is growing their business. Why don't we sell the same strategy to company B, who is a competitor? And so when I think about privacy and security, I'm going to always lean to the domain side because I want to own the marketing intelligence, my own business strategy, and my customer data, uh, which, you know, you think about that from a Facebook standpoint of going, you don't really own any customer data. While you're on there, yes, while you have a profile, yes, while you have a business page um, or a business profile, yes, you can see these people, but that's about all you don't necessarily know. Phone numbers, addresses, email addresses, um, because all of that information is stored within Facebook versus being stored um, outside of a, of, of a social media network or the, or the ownership of someone else's. Uh, network. So control, privacy, and security is number two. As for number three, uh, we want to talk about the controlled experience. So we want to get into the user interface and the user experience. And so when you compare, or, or if you look at the underlying, and I'm using Facebook, but Twitter's the same, LinkedIn's the same, pretty much all the social media networks are the same. I use Facebook because it's probably the easiest to understand because most people, uh, especially if you're a small business, you're probably familiar with seeing Facebook pages and the like. That being said, for a controlled experience, what I tend to look at and have people look at is the underlying scaffolding is the same. Yes, you're going to change your logo. Yes, you're going to change your cover photo um, or, or you're about and all that, but everything else is essentially the same. I mean, it's cookie cutter. And so that's not, I mean, that's not really a controlled experience that, or rather an experience that you 
get to control. You get to control certain attributes, but all in all, you can't really control the fully customized look. And not only that, since Facebook owns the underlying scaffolding, if you will, they can change anything at any given point, which then changes your narrative or can change your narrative at some point. Certainly it can change the customization of uh, the look and feel as well as what can be seen by who. I think um, from an experience standpoint, likely many business owners remember the the change in terms of the newsfeed algorithms uh, from a few years back that you know, businesses were getting exposure and all of a sudden a little change happens and, you know, hey, that just destroys, you know, X amount or X percentage of business um, just because you were reliant on someone else. And the same could be said, same argument could be said with domains, although I will say this is that if I go, at least you own the narrative, you own the experience and, and while, yeah, I wouldn't want to depend on, you know, 90% organic traffic or even paid traffic at that that standpoint. But the reality is I do want to control um, what narrative um, I'm sharing with my business uh, customers as well as just, you know, brand supporters and champions of our brand. And so I want to control that experience. I want to control the narrative, the customization, what can be seen and by who. And that's something that you give up by going the route of social media. Now, number four is control of the relationship and credibility. And I spoke to this a little bit in terms of privacy and security but in terms of the relationship and your credibility, you know, one of the things that that I often recommend and it's a timeless email is one of those timeless methods of communication that, yes, we get texting, mobile, um, social media. But if you look at everything, we've had email just over this course of time. And so therefore, that being said, you know, using your own domain, you can actually set up a email newsletter in which you can then own all of the customer data uh, that you want to obtain, you know, whether it's birthdays, uh, phone numbers, email addresses, first name, last name, address, um, you know, what what source they came from, all of these many different things, you can control that versus in terms of the relationship and credibility factor of a social media um, network, they don't necessarily offer you that same amount of data. They control that data and they're just allowing you to see it. So again, they could pull the rug from under you at any given point. And that's not the same with a, a uh, domain name. Now, Obviously, one could argue and say, well, hey, if you use a third party provider, you know, to capture all that data, then that third party provider could, you know, pull pull the rug from underneath your feet. That is true. But I also say, hey, you could also have a homegrown system um, that that's capturing your data in terms of just a, a simple database. And you go. Listen, as long as I have that database, as long as I have access to it, I have their data. I can see everything. I can capture as much as I want, as little as I want, and not be uh, set to this structure or this standard 
um, based upon, you know, what the masses are doing. And so you want to control the relationship and the uh, credibility. The next one on the list here, and so uh, number five, is control your cost. And so one of the things in terms of social media, especially now, and it, and it was a bit so probably a decade or so ago, but it is certainly prevalent now, is you basically have to pay to play. And so if you want your message to be exposed, you have to pay for that now. Um, I can remember my wife and I, we actually own an online boutique clothing store, uh, the uniquecloset.com, which it's no longer, it's defunct now. Uh, we ran it for about seven years, starting back in uh, July of 2010. But just to give you a glimpse into how things have changed, at, at one point, I could go on to Facebook, I could create a, a, a pay-per-click ad, tell it, uh, hey, we figured out who our competition was, and I would go in and say, um, you know, we want people who like these pages, which would be the competitor pages, um, between these ages, this, that, uh, and a few other attributes. Anyway, we would turn that ad on, and literally within moments, it was like turning on a water faucet and watching live traffic uh, hit the site. People begin to create accounts. People are loading um uh, products into their shopping cart and making purchases. And that used to cost, I mean, we could spend $50 basically just to turn that on for a good 30, 30 minutes to an hour, go through $50. But we would basically then turn on that $50. We would make, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of sometimes eight to $900 back, um, above the 50 that we originally invested. So, Look at it today that 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 just not to say that it can't be done, but it's a bit more challenging and you're likely going to have to spend way more to boost all of your messages. Whereas back then we could just boost a me we could post a message and it was reaching. Um, it was basically it was a more of a far uh, reach, had a more of a greater reach rather um, than what it does today. So that being said, you know, you want to drastically reduce pay to play by choosing a domain versus choosing um, a social media, you know, ad network. And so it, not only that, and when you start comparing the two with what you have, my belief is that a website is way more cost effective um, over the longer haul than what it would be to go with the social media site. And I know the argument is, well, hey, if you're only spending ad dollars, look at the ad dollars versus the continual cost of hosting, um, email, uh, whether it's support, whether it was the original cost of the website. Yes, I look at that. But I also go, what if you get kicked off of social media? Then what? What is, what is that value of everything you've lost? Because it's going to be worth something, you know, because you're going to have the value of what's lost. Not only that, you've got to start over. So now, likely, you're not going to go back to the same social network that ripped you off. You're going to go and start a website. When in reality, that's all you really had to do from the beginning was to put in the time, put in the effort, put in the put in the money uh, the, to invest in such 
a uh, an expense, if you will, or an asset long term um, versus going the way of the masses and having someone, again, pull the rug from under your feet because when they want to change the rules with how you're going to reach customers, you know, at a moment's notice, then, you know, ultimately that impacts your bottom line um, and just the longevity of your business or your brand. So go with the domain to reduce your costs while hopefully increasing the ROI and longevity of, um, you know, the, I guess you'd say the long time, long term value or total, total value of, um, of your customers. So number six is a bit of, it dovetails, but you want to control your reach. Um, and, and that's something that, yes, while you can use social media, they offer in-depth analytics, um, somewhat, they give a, a, a clear picture of, of, uh, demographics and in some cases better SEO, um, as they promote again, that is a pay to play situation and you don't want someone, um, I guess you'd say kind of, kind of wrenching around with what, uh, with who you can reach, um, and how you reach them and at what cost you reach them. And so, Again, to to me, I look and go, go with the domain, set up your website. Yes, set up Google Analytics. Um, yes, it is free. You can probably use a paid um, analytics. And there are other analytics services outside of Google Analytics. But the reality is you can get so much in-depth data going the way of the domains versus going social media. Because again, they may give you this stuff for free, but who's to say the next update of terms and conditions, they go, oh, you have to start paying for this new analytics or this new feature as they deem just because, again, want to pad their pockets. They're not necessarily considering your pockets. It's their pockets that they're uh, considering. So if you want greater control of your reach, go with the domain versus the social media. And last but not least, one of the main things, if not the most important, is simply put, uh, I choose a do- I choose to go with the building and development of a domain over social media is because I want to control my future. So everything that we just, all the other six topics that we just discussed, you know, when we put a nice little bow on this, it's really about going the way of the domain to control your future. You, you know, you can um, do so much more with a domain and, and, and it be yours. Now, I will say this, there are, obviously, I know some arguments are going to come in and people are going to say, well... That's not necessarily true because you don't necessarily really have freedom of speech, if you will, um, because there have been many sites that, you know, for 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 whatever reason, uh, whether it's they're promoting terrorism, they're promoting uh, hate crimes, racism, all this stuff. I go, there is a certain point with domains that, hey, you got to draw the line. The line is the line. And if you are promoting violence and, and, and killing and uh, death of people, obviously, you know, I, I, me personally, I go, you probably have no business out there doing such a thing. That's just my opinion. But that being said, I go, 
if you think you can go on to a social media network, they're going to take you out anyway. A Twitter, a social, uh, Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn, you go on there doing posting about hate crimes and um, violence or inciting violence. Yeah, they're going to remove you immediately. And so outside those extreme cases, the same can be said that you have greater freedom of speech using a domain than you really do with social media. Because like I said, if it's something that they don't like, they can pretty much go, hey, guess what? It's not going to get exposure. Not so much with the domain. If it's on the domain, people can email it around. Uh, they There are many other options beyond just that social media network, that walled garden, garden if you will. And so if you're you know, if you're looking to preserve uh, the life of your 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 personal or company brand and reducing the risk of forced change, you know, update of of uh, terms and conditions and so forth, then it's best to go the way of building and developing on a domain than it is using social media. Now, that being said, all things considered, those are the top. Uh, seven benefits of going with a domain over social media. Now, that's not to say that you shouldn't use both in um, in moderation. So, you know, there's the, hey, you have the camp that goes, I'm only going to build on a domain. Okay, you can do that. I go, great, but is there something better? You also have the camp that says, I'm going to exclusively use social media. I wouldn't go that route. Um, in my personal, you know, opinion, just because of the reason that were just stated. But I go where there is likely a a um, meeting of the minds is somewhere there within the middle of going with a domain to post your content and then using these other networks to hopefully tr- try to attempt to pull traffic from them over to your domain. Obviously, you know, you the obvious thing is, hey, if they're looking and they're going, wait a minute, because I've noticed this in terms of some of my posts, that if I put a link external of the site, then oftentimes it, it takes a lot more engagement to, uh, so people sharing, posting, retweeting uh, the content to get it, you know, greater visibility on the social media network versus when I just make a post and I don't have an external link on it. Um, And so you, you know, there's a give and a take, but I go for me, I believe that I found the sweet spot, if you will, in terms of using both or using all of the social media networks. So, or rather the three that I use are Twitter, LinkedIn, and um, Facebook and so using those three to draw traffic over to dnadverts.com as well as kickstartcommerce.com. So, you know, in closing, while social media gives the appearance of greater exposure and reach and ease of use, its benefits pale in comparison to those of building and developing your brand on your own domain. So remember, domains offer greater control and protection than social media when desiring to control ownership, control privacy and security, control the user interface and experience, control relationship and credibility, controlling your cost, 
controlling the reach of your customers as well as controlling the overall your overall future of your brand and so with that we're out of time i thank you listeners for tuning in to kickstart commerce where we share search marketing and domain name strategies to help grow your business please subscribe to this podcast via itunes google play stitcher or podbean last but not least please visit kickstartcommerce.com to subscribe to the weekly newsletter sharing tips and tricks about the disciplines of digital strategy thanks and that's all for now